Welcome to Inside the Raven's Eye. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell. My medicine name is Raven Spirit. This podcast is partnered with Earth and Spirit Medicine, owned and operated by Winfield Ivers. His medicine name is Coyote Thunderhawk. He is a shaman here in the state of Utah, so make sure to visit earthandspiritmedicine.com. In this episode of Conversations with a Shaman, I ask about attachment. Coyote Thunderhawk explains how not to become attached to the form. Enjoy. All right, so I titled this one Attachment. You once told me not to become attached to the form. Perhaps I was thinking someone hears this and thinks, what about my child? What about my wife, husband? What about myself? Can you describe what you mean by not becoming attached to the form? Sure. I didn't quite know that language in my earlier years as far as like not becoming attached to the form of things. And at the time I learned that language, I was and already had been in a deep process of self-discovery. And I met a gentleman. (laughs) It's kind of a funny circumstance, but I met a gentleman back in the early 90s, 1993 or 4, 3. Anyway, he ended up teaching some seminars. His name is Nick Cruz. The seminars were called Source Seminars. So I went to one of his seminars and One of the things that he said is, you know, um, don't get too attached to the form of things. And and actually it was uh, 1994 or so, I think, because I I remember so much of that language. And and at the time that my brother and two cousins were killed in that train auto accident, July 1st, 1994. So I know it was in that period of time because that was an incident so here's here's the form in a physical form of three young men and you know 17 18 and and 20 I think so you know here's the form of them in a physical mortal form and we're pretty attached to them you know geez we grew up we we lived we loved we participated we interacted you know it was it was a relationship that you can see And so I remember how deeply I thought so much about that kind of a form and and how attached that I was to wanting that physical form. And even though I understood and knew the spiritual form, I wasn't quite used to that because even though I had experienced the passing of loved ones prior to that, it wasn't on this deep of a level. It wasn't in my own home, like my own brother, and it wasn't uh, a, a multiple tragedy, so to speak, where in this particular situation, it was with my mother and her two sisters all having a son taking their spirit journey that day. And so I began searching how to understand the form of what is, because I can't bring that mortal form back and and have that hug 
but man, have I hugged my brother and cousins in this way, you know, it looks kind of silly maybe hugging myself, but see everything's in there somewhere and it all goes out somewhere else way out there in, in this universe and somehow in our lives we start off and, you know, maybe it's the pacifier for a, an infant and then at what point do we wean from that? At what point do we unattach from that form of comfort or that form of association or that form or that level of familiarity, that form of habit, that form of autopilot, that form of, see, so we go through life and we have all these forms. So we come to our home and we have our couches, our beds, things like that. So cars, relationships, so when I have experienced in my own life the passing of so many things, because see, I moved uh, so many times in my life, so many relationships, being married and divorced, you know, in my third marriage, these types of things where we have a form. What is the form of family? You know, so we discover somehow. But how do we unattach from what we think is the form of family when that form of family gets stretched out or disrupted or tainted or something and it startles ourselves to a place of oh my gosh i don't know if i can function so when we understand the form of eternity and that was the biggest part of my self-discovery was that i am this great universe so i don't have any attachment other than to the surrendering to the great i am and so then the form is me connective to the form of the connective. You, everybody else, all the life force, everything. So that form is different. It's an unseen form. And so when we have the unknown come in our lives and our, our arena of what we seem to see with our eyes and perceive with our, our thoughts and our senses and, you know, and all these things and what we come to, to, uh, calculate as a belief system or what we think is safe or unsafe we will be tested at one time or another in our lives to a degree in which we have to understand it the quickest way to understand how to get to the eternal form is surrender and when we surrender and we just be like okay you know this river current i just fell in the river say and you know uh i can fight the current or i can just kind of go with it so when we say, you know, let the water trickle off, you know, a lot easier said than implemented. So when we have these experiences come upon us, whatever type, whatever kind, because, wow, I've had a lot of couches, <laughs> you know, it's a freaking couch, man. I don't give a crap what, <laughs> I don't care what color, I don't care anything. You know, yes, I have preferences. Let's beautify. I love color. I love I love comfort. I love these things. But I am not attached or associated or grounded to or anything whatsoever. So if everything just kind of disappeared and all of a sudden I found myself just here in this home and it was empty and I didn't have my family and we're sitting here talking like this, you know, I just have to be, huh? Well, I guess the form changed. Huh, I wonder what's next, you know? And so I would begin to see what I could sense or understand about that that shift, that change, rather than getting caught into it as if something was missing or gone. 
because in most cases, you know, uh, things of this world can be replaced. Okay, in most cases, we can have in this world the opportunity to start over and over and over. I've started over so many times. I know that to be very, very true. I've started over through the surgeries of having to learn how to walk again and use my leg. I've had to start over in the sense of, you know, when there's a lot of, you know, uh, the drugs and the alcohol, starting over in the relationships, starting over in the sense of the job, starting over in the sense of education, starting over, starting over. Wow, it's a new beginning. Every moment. So that starting over is not even real. It's just a matter of being all the time. And in that present moment, we're able to understand that we can develop ourselves to that eternal stance that gives us permission to see that we are only attached to this great God, this gracious, omnipotent, divine, this universe, this vast energy. silence, the void, the place we don't usually go. Get to know that and you will never struggle and the ability to work yourself through the unforeseen and unpredictable changes and shifts and events and circumstances that come without any warning so that one can exercise themselves through that and navigate themselves through that with an eternal perspective that lends them a power, a power to know that there's nothing on this earth that can decapitate eternity. That's... <laughs> I guess this is another question on top of this. But when you were speaking, I kept on thinking back to my grandma, Jeanette. The last time I was visiting her, she was, she was dying of an illness. She was just getting older. And she, the day that I was leaving, it was just me and her at the kitchen table. And she looked at me like tearing up and crying. And she said, I wish I knew you more. That was the last thing. You know, and that attachment, I guess my question is, and I think I feel my grandma a lot. And it's kind of funny because even on the other side, I'm close to my grandpa, even Henrietta, but there's been this kind of silence with my grandma. It's interesting. But on the other side, if people have loved ones on the other side, that if they, they wish they knew you more, do they know like more on the other side? Like, oh. I, like, can they see much more than in the physical? It's kind of... To me, and according to me, they have the opportunity to do that. So what I've seen in doing shamanic work, et cetera, and it's seeing past the worlds of this mortal world, the eternal world, and what happens when someone suicides or when someone's horrifically killed or when someone just passes uh, naturally of dis-ease or whatever, regardless case. So in the passing of giving the flesh back to this world and the spirit moving forward, who, whatever state of mind that you live in, so if you're a, a person that you think you're clumsy, you're klutzy, you're not very, you know, uh, 
uh, apt to do things coordinated like and things like that when you when you pass you will still have that state of mind you will you will be a clumsy spirit because that artifact of soul is impregnated with our thought processes here in this mortal form and it taints that eternal aspect of 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 mind mind infinite mind and so it takes some time and sometimes a lot of time sometimes lifetimes so when someone suicides if they do not get that assistance to come to the light they will play in the darkness for a long time so do they have that uh that attachment you know so when you say hey i want to get to know you more do they know us completely they can get to that point where they know it all past present future all right there then and only then can they be a healthy benefactor for us so in the uh for me in the sense of ancestral in the sense of my brother everybody okay he got through that real quick he came to a place of understanding spiritually started working with the chiefs and everybody so quickly that my ability to communicate in my prayers, meditations, and speakings, and all these things with that eternal side of the unseen and unheard in a sense, then I have been able to see that the attachments, sometimes they want stuff. They need healing too over there. You know, They might not be to that level of where they see all that about us and know all that about us, but when they do, they're like, aha, because it erases all things of this world and puts it all back. Then you don't see colleges and academics. You see understanding. You see learning. Okay. You don't see, you know, all these other aspects of emotional content and trauma and PTSD and all these gosh damn labels that we have placed upon people and debilitating through those labels the ability for them to come to an understanding in this world so that when they do pass they're in a higher level of understanding so that it doesn't take so damn long on that other side so get with it today i'm glad you asked this get with it today make the changes now so that when you make that passing time you do it in a state of mind you can be a benefactor for your others on this side see you don't want to waste time it's important hope that made sense yeah, for sure. So the really for me, it was like the the better I do in bettering myself, it really does help even my family angels um, on the other side. Because yeah, if I'm, I guess like hanging in that and that oh I wish yeah me too grandma you know and just that that lump that that's yeah it's depressing <laughs> yeah it's depressing. it's stupid it is really yeah. stupid to decapitate our eternal way it is stupid. And yet we do it all the time. So in a clarification part of this, I don't care who my ancestors are in a point like this, okay? That they can be over there going, oh, please do this, please do that. Oh, hey, please help my family, please. So I've got aunts and uncles. Oh, please go help my kids, please. I can't do anything for them out there if they don't want to do anything themselves. And so when somebody is over there and they haven't gotten to a level past that caring so much because they weren't able to provide that for their own children and they're asking me to do it, you know, there's a real project there, okay? And that project is what am I willing to allow in my energy field? Because I'm going to ascend no matter what. And I don't care if you're, a, a, you know, on the, on the spirit side or if you're on the flesh side, okay? If you're an energy sucker, forget it. 
Okay? Doesn't mean I won't have communication. Doesn't mean I won't have relationship. But I refuse to let anyone and anything in any way of any of that, no matter where it comes from, of energy to keep me from ascending. So what that does is allow me to say, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, look. So maybe, you know, um, somebody's uh, over there and it's an uncle and he wants me to talk to his daughter, my cousin. And so maybe I do. Maybe it doesn't go so well. Well, that's perception. Timeline, who knows what good that might have done. So in the future, whatever transaction happened in a small period of time, in that moment in time in my home, in real time, earlier this year, allows me to see, because I've seen it so many times before in my own life and so many others and in the sight of spirits, there's progression. I don't know where we get to this ultimate perfection or understanding or become a God ourselves or any of that, but I'm not going to stop and I don't think anybody should. And the more that we develop ourselves on every level, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, we become something of a benefactor to those here and to those over there. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would like to thank you for listening to Inside the Raven's Eye. And if you have a particular topic matter that you would like to hear, please send me a request at insidetheravenseye at gmail.com. You have been listening to Coyote Thunderhawk in Conversations with a Shaman. I'm your host, Alan Mitchell, and we will see you on the next Inside the Raven's Eye. Much love and God bless.